We watched The Chosen Season 2. We're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although if either of those things happen, we need to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at All The Things on Dropping Sunday. Wait, nope. Nope, on All The Things. How's your heart? (laughs) Guys, we're trying to go without the script these days. Yeah, yeah. we're just rolling with it. <laughs> we're just like, whatever happens. I mean, whatever happens. we're getting to close to episode 100. I mean, so we we've been doing we sh- it a while. We should have it all together. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, we do not. <laughs> we are professionals. We are professional <laughs> podcasters. So, Look at that. Well, speaking of episode 100, yeah. um, we do have some people that have sent in their questions and those types of things. You can DM us or just put it on any of the postings. We would mm-hmm. love to... Get some questions, and we're going to get someone fun in here to maybe interview us for our 100th episode and kind of talk about what it's been like and some of the changes that have gone through in the last two years. Isn't that insane? What are we doing? It feels feels like yesterday that I said, hey, you need to listen to this podcast. And by the way, we could do this. It's us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... Two years later. Here we go. Here we are. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we'll we'll wait on all that nostalgia. But no, honestly, uh, how's your heart? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. It's, um, you know, it has been a week. Yeah. But I'm glad it's Sunday. Yes. (laughs) Glad it's the weekend. For sure. And, you know, it's. It's good. It's so, good. Yeah. How about you? How's it's it good. Going? I'm I'm a little tired. I've been traveling quite a bit. Yeah. Um. Some of it's self inflicted. Um, um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, are uh, we Are we going to talk about that? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. We can do a little little quick recap if you want. Um. First of all. Yeah. Are you an alien? I'm. <clears throat> I am not. But that's there- exactly what an alien would say. <laughs> <laughs> I love conspiracy theories, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I might have one growing inside of me, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, no. So I did that, uh, that, that race over, uh, over last weekend and it yeah. was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I did the, uh, the half marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of things, um, it was a lot harder than I expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I've done that mileage here sure. in Texas. Right. Uh, and, and I thought, man, I'm usually running at like mid 70s to the mid 80s mm-hmm. it's supposed to be in the mid 60s it's cool Great. it's wonderful i'll be honest with you i barely broke a sweat the entire time yeah like it was just the perfect weather mm-hmm. the reason that it's that cool is because it's so high yeah the elevation uh the height elevation was 5622 at the summit and so Holy that's cow. more than a mile in the air so yes um it was uh the air was real thin uh so about a mile in, I got a stitch. You, you ever get a stitch in your side? Well, I don't run, but yeah, I know what you're talking you know, about. You remember those? I remember those from gym class. You get a stitch in your side, so I had one of those. Ugh. And then about two miles in, my my legs started cramping. Like my calves started mm-hmm. like were like knots, and I was like, "Oh, that's not good." So about maybe four miles in, my my calves finally calmed down. About five miles in, I was able to kind of like get the stitch under control. Yeah, take take the deep breath. And, and so I, I was okay, kind of after that point, um, except for the fact that. Uh, like where I live, I, I run at a near like a golf course near my house. Mm-hmm. That is uh, the golf cart path is six miles. So that's kind of like my okay. training yeah. thing. Um, <clears throat> it's one thing when it's kind of like doubling back and like going around. Sur- this is a straight line. Oh. And the first six and a half miles are up. It's straight incline. And I mean like going from 4,200 feet to 5,600 feet. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. And so um, because it's nighttime, all you can see are other people's lights. And so I look in front of me and I go, why, why are those lights still up there? Why are they so high? What's going on? Is that where I have to go? Because I don't know where I'm going, you know? Yeah. But it was, it was really great because um, I hit a good pace where – the real runners were in front of me mm-hmm. and every knucklehead that should not have even signed up for this race was behind me. So at one point <laughs> I was, uh, I looked and a mile in front of me, I could see lights 
and mm-hmm. a mile behind me, I could see lights. Okay. And I was completely alone in the desert. The moonlight was so bright. Yeah. And it was bouncing off the smoke from the wildfires. So okay. it was bright as day. Yeah. Like literally don't turn on your headlamp, just go. And uh it wasn't the moon. Yeah. No, that's no, there was other lights that that um I was appreciative that the one that came and got me dropped me further off, like down the road. It yeah, helped so your it helped, pace. It helped my pace a yeah, little bit. They, that was really nice. I'm glad they didn't pick me up at six and then back, like drop me oh, off at man, three. That would have been terrible. So, so anyway, so I, uh, <laughs> I, my goal was to finish um, at under a 13 minute pace. I beat it by 39 seconds total. I don't mean the 39 second pace. I mean, when I crossed right. the line, had I waited. Had I crossed the line 40 seconds later, I wouldn't have made it. Uh-huh. But also the first bus I wanted on the first bus back, because it's a two-hour bus ride. Yeah. And so I crossed the line, and my buddies are there. They're like, awesome, great job, congratulations. The bus is about to leave. Let's Do you want to go? And I was like, uh, yeah, I wanted to get on that bus. And I got on the bus, and, I'm, and I'm, I like literally went over, grabbed a banana and a cheese stick. And I'm just like, okay, uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to take care of this. I'm rehydrating on the bus. And the bus pulls off, and I all of a sudden realize I should not be on this bus. I haven't cooled down. I haven't walked. I haven't done anything. I You're about to cramp up in ways. I cramped up in ways that I was not prepared for yeah. in the three hour drive that it took to get back. And um, uh, also, could not walk. You're a, you're a big guy. So, and it's it's one of those buses where I can't stretch my you legs can't, out. Yeah. No, 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 it's no. like being on a plane with no, no yeah. leg room. That's right. And oh, so um, so I I was in a lot of pain for about three days afterwards yeah. until I could actually like, um, I, I was actually in pain until I went for another run. When I mm. went for another run, I was like, I'm just going to push past it. Then everything was fine. So that, that was you my trip. You know, trip. that just makes me so angry. What? That in order to get past the pain, you had to run again. <laughs> Well, Isn't so, that, that's terrible. So a couple, a that's couple the of worst design ever. So a couple of things I was like, okay, God, talk to me about this. Right. Like, I mean, uh-huh. sometimes you got to talk to God about things and you're like, Hey, what, what, what's up? And, um, and there was a couple of things that, that he told me. One is, um, when you get to the finish line, enjoy mm-hmm. the finish line, mm-hmm. no matter where, don't, don't try to move on to the next thing. Right. When, when you've reached a goal that you've set for yourself or even more so that he's set for me. Enjoy that finish line. Right. It, that That's okay to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to take a moment. Uh, the other thing was uh, when I was alone and I was completely by myself, I looked around and realized this is what this race is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I'm completely alone, but I'm in the beauty. Like I can see mountains coming up on either side of me. I took some pictures and put it on Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, this is what this is supposed to be. Yeah. And so in the challenge, enjoy the beauty. Yeah. So, okay. In the challenge, enjoy the beauty. When you finish the race, enjoy the finish, enjoy the finish line. When you feel like you can't keep going, push through mm-hmm. and you'll be, you'll get better. And that was like, I felt like I could not move. To mm-hmm. get past the pain, you have to run in the pain. Yeah. And so there were some just, you know, some 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 Jesus moments for, for me there that were pretty exciting. So um, you know, little things. Well, good. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. You've got another one in January, right? I, I do have another one in January. Right. I'm I've started preparing already. Is that a half or a full? Um <clears throat> do you have you decided yet? It's a full. It's a full. It's a full. So I've yeah. got I've got some training that I need to do. Yeah. I did uh, injure myself a couple couple little things that I have to like like let my body heal mm-hmm. f- from before I can really start training again. But uh, but uh, we'll we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. So um, one of my friends that uh, has gone viral on mm-hmm. uh, on on the Instagrams and on the Facebooks and yeah. all that other stuff. A guy that I went to college with, that Julie and I went to college with. He was in. Uh, he was in the choir that we were uh, that we were in together, mm-hmm. and uh, his name is Kevin Wallace. Yeah, and he has a church in Chattanooga, close to where we went to school, called uh, Redemption for the Nations or Redemption, yeah, Redemption Church. And a lot of the people that we were in choir with are part of his staff. So I'm oh, okay. I'm friends with not only Pastor Kevin but also a lot of other people. And yeah. th- this uh, this video clip has gone viral, and I wanted to play it if that's okay. Yeah, I saw it on Natalie Grant's. Instagram. That's beautiful. Let's. Well.
almost preached a message today on the division that is existing in America right now. I'm not just talking about racial division. This is far beyond black and white. It went from, it, it, what, this is how you know it's a demon. Because it keeps moving. One year it's black versus white. One year it's brown versus green. One year it's this versus that. This year it's vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Y'all not going to help nobody. But I got an eye on this thing and I come to tell the devil today, I know what you're up to. I know what scheme you got up your sleeve. I know what you're trying to do to the church of the living God. You're trying to keep us mad at each other, hollering at each other. We don't trust one another. We don't love one another. We got anger in our heart and malice in our soul. And you don't love me because you didn't get vaccinated. And you don't love God because you got vaccinated. And you ain't got a mask on so you don't love your neighbor. And you got a mask on so you don't have no faith shut up in the name of Jesus we are the body of Christ if you want to get a shot get a shot if you want to wear a mask get a mask but let God be true and every man be a liar zoom in on my face it doesn't matter how many times you invoke the name of Jesus if you ran from Facebook bashing on people into the church to shout unto God save your shout get to the altar repent of the malice and ask God to So there's Pastor Kevin, and uh, by the way, that's um, that's also how he orders lunch. I just <laughs> I just want to point out, like some people, I don't like when preachers like put on an artifice to preach. Up. No, that's how he that's orders. Him. That's that that's Pastor Kevin. I for love sure. it. So, uh, so so good. It so, was so good. I didn't realize that it had gone viral until I like I saw some people that I know that mm-hmm. don't know that I know don't know him be like watch this and everything else, but then I saw. Uh, I saw people doing a duet with him on TikTok. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. and I'm like, and it's like got lots of views, like yeah. lots and lots and lots of views. Then I really realized that it was, uh, that it, it gone viral whenever there's now a t shirt <clears throat> and on the front it says, shut up in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I need that shirt. Listen, I think lots of us need that shirt. (laughs) And need that shirt. I feel like, uh, you know how when we do baptisms at the church, sometimes uh, the church we go to, sometimes Uh we all wear a shirt that says washed. Uh I think we need to just do an entire like stage full of shut up in the name (laughs) of Jesus. Shut up in the name of Jesus. And also save your shout and get to the altar. That's the one I want. (laughs) Come on. Come on. So. Well, that is good. It's a good message. And I, I fully, I fully... Uh, endorse it endorse it um here's another little bit of news that is a little odd okay so apparently harvard yeah ivy league college yeah for sure um started off as a christian university Uh uh, as a place to to yeah for like people to go into the ministry yeah for sure well they've named their new chief chaplain okay he's an atheist (laughs) wait huh (laughs) rewind that what was that Okay, wait, hold on. Okay. Did I miss an, no, hold on, let me did I misread? No, no. No. Their new chief chaplain is an atheist. Okay, great. Um he is the author of a book called Good Without God. Wow. And he <laughs> he will be coordinating the university's 40 plus other chaplains of various faith traditions as they prepare to help students with the spiritual lives over the coming school year. Um apparently <laughs> apparently his election wow. was unanimous. Okay, well, mm. that tells me everything I need to know about Harvard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Way to vote the devil. That's good. (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't understand. So anyway, it, here's the thing. Yeah. You know that the chaplains, chaplain is used as someone who is, is, uh, to get a good barking spot at the hospital. Probably. Okay. But also there are chaplains for multiple denominations sure. multiple religions yeah multi-faith the chaplains okay, yes for sure so you know they just they said that he represents humanists well who okay still experience questions okay about, yeah i'm just okay just <laughs> i understand that a chaplain is supposed to be able to um really be able to speak to multiple faiths mm-hmm. maybe pick one yeah J- just 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 pick one humanists i mean every like listen 
Yikes. Okay. Yikes. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of yikes there yeah. with that. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting and odd. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's very odd. Speaking of odd, you made fun of me tonight for um, what's uh, new. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair enough. Um, I invite you over to have dinner with my family, and then my son goes and grabs a toy, and um, <laughs> and. And then you find out that this toy actually belongs to me and that it was given to me for my birthday. Yes. Uh, Julie said said it was his birthday present. Yeah. I assumed she was talking about your son. Yeah. His birthday present. No. But no, no. No. There was a there was a theme to my birthday because of the alien race that I was doing. So um, mm-hmm. she she got me um, one. Of, uh, it's a it's an alien from Toy Story. Yes. And it's what about, you know, three, four inches tall. It's part of the whole. It's more than three or four. <laughs> Six inches tall with the antenna, maybe um, eight. I'm good with space. Anyway, so um, anyway, when you push the button, it does all the it does all the the things, mm-hmm. and I was I was pretty happy about it. Um, I just I just like all the you know. So yeah, it's fun. So I thanks like for it. thanks for making fun of me for that. So the mystic portal awaits. <laughs> yeah. I was. I wasn't making fun. Oh, I just misunderstood. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he okay. doesn't believe me. No, he doesn't. <laughs> the claw. The Yes, yeah, a lot of fun. So, I don't know which which sound that one is. That's the squeaky from the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I have been chosen. I have been chosen. Hey, hey. Speaking of chosen. Speaking of. See how it all plays together. You see, you took see, a minute. Took a minute, but we got there. Hey, I might edit some of that out, or I won't. <laughs> um, we this week watched season two, episode three and four. Yes. of the chosen. Yes. All right. So, I just want to say, I continuously am blown away mm-hmm. at this form of Christian entertainment. Everybody should be watching this. Honestly, we, I mean, we have talked about bad Christian entertainment on, on a this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple times. For sure. It's actually kind of a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but this does not fall into that. Not at all. It is well made. It's what you want it to be. It's everything you want it to be. Yeah. Um, Jill was watching. She kind of came in halfway through episode four. She was watching and she was like, ah, fill me in. And I was kind of filling her in. She goes, read so your Bible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, well, listen, totally yeah. I was like, you know, this story. She's like, yeah, I was like, well, that's how it ties with this story. She goes, mm, and I go, you just have to watch it. It makes sense. Um, and so, uh, but she's like, so is it like a mix of like Bible times and modern day times? And I'm like, well, not really. She's like, well, the way they talk, I'm like, dude, they talked in modern vernacular for their modern. Uh-huh. So it's okay. Right. It's okay to kind of, you know, put a little bit on it. But anyway, uh, it's good stuff for, for sure. It absolutely is. So do we want to talk about episode three? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's talk about episode three. So episode three is based on, it's called Matthew 424. Yeah. Which I just pulled up the scripture. Sure. So let's read it. Yeah. It says, uh, Matthew 424 says uh, news about him spread all over Syria and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures and the paralyzed and he healed them. Wow. And that's the entire basis of this episode. It, and by the way, an entire, what is it? 35 minute episode, 30, yeah, 36 minute episode mm-hmm. off of one verse, one verse. And so, yeah, is there artistic license? Yes, but goodness gracious. Yeah. So stinking good. So good. And what's funny is in this episode, the actor playing Jesus has about, I don't know, 90 seconds of screen time. Correct. Because the whole point of this episode is that Jesus is off and he's healing. Correct. He is, he's doing what the scripture said. Uh, and everyone else, all of his followers... Um, the disciples and all of them are sitting around a campfire, yeah, getting to know each other. It's character development. It is character development. Yes. And one of the things I loved, I shared on Facebook not too long ago. I think did I share it or did I just think it? Anyway, that <laughs> if you didn't share it, you didn't think it. That's the way twenty twenty one works. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that you know, sometimes I wonder if the early church had the same issues that we have 
t- you know, right? talking about Kevin Wallace just yeah. a minute ago, talking about the divisions between the church. And you, you know, you wonder, you think, surely they had Jesus right there in their midst. Yeah. Surely they all got along. Uh, news alert, they did not. No, they didn't. They came from such different backgrounds yes. that they came from different sects of mm-hmm. the same CT, S-E-C-T. No, I know. Yes, I'm with okay, you. But, no one else is, but I'm with you. But, you know, they came from uh, a different sex of, of the religion to where they had different beliefs, different structures, yeah. everything else like that. And so they're having to work through doctrine. Right. Hey, here's a fun story. Okay. <laughs> so we were, um, uh, some of my friends from, one of my one of my friends from work that got me into this race, mm-hmm. his twin brother and his twin boys, well, it's triplets, but just the boys were twins because the girls, I don't know how that works. Anyway, so um, I don't, science is weird, but uh, the four of them came and they did the full marathon. Okay. okay. So we wanted to go out to dinner beforehand. They wanted to go to Buca de Beppo and eat um, uh, like a, what was it? Fettuccine Alfredo, mm-hmm. because that sounds amazing before a race. No, I, I wouldn't want that on my stomach, but I understand I've, the carbs. I've heard carb bloating is a thing. Michael Scott did did it for a 5K, and it was awesome um, <laughs> on The Office. Just Anyway, so we were talking about things, and I'm sitting there, and they were talking about like um, – Things that matter, things that don't matter, because mm-hmm. they're not—they're not Pentecostal, right? They're—they're—they're oh, okay. they're, they're raised something else, and so we were just talking about different things. And I'm one of one of his sons kind of looked at me, and I was like, "Well, you have open-handed issues and closed-handed issues," and I got to use this analogy, uh-huh. right? And he was like, "Got it, good." Yeah, like I could just it. see it, yes. like okay, yeah. like we—that's how it works. And I was like, "Do I get into like the closed-handed issues or orthodoxy? It's what we worship." The, uh-huh. the open-handed issues are orthoproxy. It's how we worship. It's how we practice in our worship. Uh-huh. And then we have tertiary issues that are really like just preferences that really have no bearing on mm. what we worship or how we worship. They're just preferences. Like, and, and, and do we get into that? And, and, uh, our friend Ryan was sitting right next to me and we we're kind of like, ah, like, it came up because we were talking about Jericho marches and we're like, this yeah. is, this is something that exists is- in our realm <laughs> that I don't know that you've ever seen before. But we're about to do one around area 51. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> just kidding. No, we were about to do one about around that Buca de Beppo and get something <laughs> more of that cheesy bread. Cause it was good. Mm. It was all good. Okay. It's good. Um, so, but, but here we have the same thing where everybody has their own concepts of what Messiah is. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought they knew what Messiah was going to be, what it was going to be like. How he was going to show up. Right. Like whether or not, um, because they took prophecies and they put their own thoughts and traditions around prophecies. And so obviously Messiah is going to be a mighty warrior king. Right. And then all of a sudden Jesus comes and says, no, 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 no. This is how I fulfill the the prophecy. Mm -hmm. The orthodoxy hasn't changed. And the orthoproxy really hasn't even changed. So really what it really showed was it's really just your preferences of what mm-hmm. you wanted. Yeah. And we see that uh, real hardcore in the second episode when we get introduced to the zealots. But in this first episode, yeah. what really challenged me was how they treated Matthew. Mm-hmm. Because Matthew is a new convert. Yes. Even though he was quote unquote raised in the faith, he wasn't really raised in the traditions and they don't, they hate him. Yeah. Not because he's not redeemed, not because he's not a follower of Jesus, but because his traditions don't line up with their traditions. Right. And he's trying to learn and get to know him. And he's getting no grace, no favor, nothing like that. And he's just sitting there having to take it. Well, and not only that, but their, their prejudice showed up so clearly when it comes to because it's what they 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 think they deserve yes and they haven't received wow and they think they deserve it and they're looking at this guy that they don't think deserves it yeah and i'm talking about money yeah cuz yeah, yeah. he was raised in a home where there was money and correct. most of these the other followers were not correct they were they were raised very what we would call blue collar yeah you know, fishermen and and workers and laborers, and Matthew was raised as a tax collector, yeah. and so he had money, and it it was totally this: I deserve it, and I don't have it. You don't deserve it, and you do have it, and I don't like it. Yes, and that's what was happening. Yeah, and, and we we talked about it whenever we did the whole um, the the board 
thing. Uh-huh. You know, the, the, what, what was this called? The, uh, this or that, this or that, that, that the wild card <clears throat> did. And we talked about, um, uh, prosperity gospel and those right. types of things. And we talked about, you know, the argument that I made for the prosperity gospel was really not for the prosperity gospel. It was against people who hated the prosperity gospel. Yes. And it's like this idea of like, because you have something, you must be unholy. Mm-hmm. That mindset is not new. No, no, it it's, is not. It's not at all. Um, okay. Any, I, I've got a huge thing about this episode that I love, uh-huh. but I don't want to just get into it without making sure oh, that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. We can, we can go. I am ready. When, when I say this is the kind of art that Christians should be making, mm-hmm. I freaking mean it because one of the hardest things that a director can do is called a oneer. You know what a oneer is? A one shot. One mm-hmm. tracking shot. This amazing episode starts with a <clears throat> sixteen-minute oneer, full of dialogue from multiple characters. Mm-hmm. At sundown. Coming in, coming out, yeah. People coming in, coming out, but it's at sundown. That means that if they don't get it, try again tomorrow. Right. You you guys understand what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? I don't know how many days it took him to shoot this, but it was so well done. Mm -hmm. There was one bit of acting that I was like, oh, this person doesn't feel accurate. But then like when you realize like, okay, and that was just me kind of going, mm-hmm. ah, what's going on here? Um, when you realize that this is happening at sundown, that it starts with the sun visible. Mm-hmm. And by the time the 16 minutes is over, you can barely see Mary without her being at the fire. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It just, this is what art should look like. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, uh, I don't like cheesy stuff. Man, neither do I. Andre, do you like cheesy stuff? of course not. This was so, so well done. I mean, I like Hallmark movies. Does that count? Well, yeah, but I mean... (laughs) Just kidding. But I'm talking about like, yeah. But this tracking shot where it's just one person with a camera. Goodness Mm -hmm. gracious. Yeah, it it is so well done. And not just visually, like even the dialogue. Mm -hmm. I, I just really appreciate, you know, you were talking about Jill saying that it feels modern, but yeah. I, I appreciate that it just feels real. Yeah. And like the anger, the tension, the conflict that they experience when they all get settled around and, you know, they all have, they all have different reasons why they're following Jesus. Yes. Except the umbrella of he's the Messiah. Yeah. I love how the dialogue just highlights that. I don't know how to explain it. It just highlights it just right. Just enough yeah. for you to go, there's tension yeah. and there's conflict and they're still trying, they're still trying to figure out how are we all going to work together? And when you read the Bible, you find out that they can't all work together. Right. You know, there, there's passages where, you know, Peter and who was it? Peter and Silas had to go, elsewhere because they couldn't work with some, you know? And so anyway, it just, it made me feel good because yes, the early church had issues too. We are not yeah, alone in that. For real, for real. Okay. Because it's okay to have disagreements with people. It's okay yeah. to, to, to have, um, it, it's okay to have a difference of opinions, difference of preferences. We've said it before on the show that the problem is, is when our preferences become our prejudices, yeah. right? It's okay to have differences, but not divisions. Right. And so with that, um, you see that they don't make that delineation. They go full yeah. division by the end of this episode where they're standing up around the campfire screaming at each other in front of Mary, the mother of Jesus, right? And just going full voice. And then at the very end of the episode, you see Jesus Mm -hmm. and he has been working all day. He is exhausted. Healing people Mm -hmm. and giving of himself and limping and his hair is disheveled and he's just doing everything he can. And he walks up and everybody goes, 
and looks at the master. Mm-hmm. And the master says, good night. <laughs> and it hit me so hard. Yeah. That when the master is working with people and I'm yelling at his other followers, he like he's too busy trying to like take care of real business mm-hmm. than to try to tell me that I'm right or tell me that I'm wrong right. even. Just good night. I'm not dealing with that. Mm-hmm. And he goes on. And Mary does the only thing that she knows to do. She goes and serves her son, mm-hmm. washing his feet and getting him tucked into bed. It hit me. It destroyed me. Yeah. It really, really did. So this guy, Jonathan Rumi is his name. He's the one who plays Jesus. Okay. First of all, he is phenomenal. He's really good. He is. He's very well cast. Very well cast. And I remember saying, because it has stuck with me. Uh, when we reviewed season one, and mm-hmm. and when we reviewed season one, we did the entire season in All one at episode. Once. Yeah, yeah. I like that we're splitting it up. I do too now because I feel like we can we can really dig in on little dig things. In, yeah. yeah, but I remember he didn't in season one. Jesus didn't show up until the very last minute yeah. of the la- of the first episode. Correct. And he shows up for Mary Magdalene, mm. and I said to myself when I was watching it. Things change when Jesus shows up. That's correct. And things changed in this episode when Jesus showed up. Yeah. When he walked up, it was it was almost like a collective release. Yeah. Now, those tensions will come back. Sure. But in that moment, it was like everybody just went, what are we doing? Yeah. And it just all... And, you know, we, we sang the song a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday night, When You Walk Into the Room. Yeah. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. And it's just the truth. And they capture that. So fantastically yeah. in this show, they really do. Uh, the other thing that I that I appreciate about um, about this show, just in general, it's called the Chosen. Mm-hmm. Jesus isn't the Chosen. No, his no. followers are. It, it, this show is about. It, it, the show is really about his followers, and everybody like likes to say. Oh, I'm all like Peter because da 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 da. I'm all like Paul because da da da. Like those people, but like this gives us all these other different personalities mm-hmm. that we can relate to, right? Of like, oh yeah, there's there's something different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's exactly. there's a different there's there's a different personalities. There's different like the chosen. You can relate to the other cast, and so while the story of Jesus is important, the the show is about the chosen. Yeah. It's about who he chooses to be his disciples. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like he chose me yeah. is kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So that this, this episode was really challenging for me because of, uh, because I just wanted to hear Kevin Wallace, like walk by and just be like, shut up in Jesus. name, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, like Jesus came by and was like going to bed. That's another way of saying like, shut up, shut up. And my name. Good night. <laughs> Good. So saith me. <laughs> so saith the me. The me. <laughs> okay. All right. I love that. So let's talk about uh, episode four. Yeah. Episode four. It was called The Perfect Opportunity. Yeah. Um. So Jesus and the disciples are heading to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. And uh, this description says a new enemy follows them while a familiar enemy awaits. Yeah. So the beginning of this episode, there was no dialogue for the first no. several minutes. It was great. Oh my okay. word. Okay. So in comparison to like episode three that did all of the preview and the music and everything else yeah. like that up front so that they could have that 16 minute winner. Mm-hmm. This one was all orchestra. It was they're they are using great storytelling. Oh my word. They're using every tool that they have uh-huh. and doing it so well. Yeah. So um and it just kind of starts off with the story of a boy who falls out of a tree and gets paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And then oh, there he goes. There's that thud. And so um from there, then it tells a story of how his little brother comes. Mm-hmm. And how they get older and they develop a friendship and a relationship. And then one day the little brother 
gets old enough that he decides, I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to go join the Zealots. Mm-hmm. You, w- tell me something about the Zealots. Biblical history stuff. I don't have biblical history. Fantastic. <laughs> I, was so, pre- I was not prepared for that. <laughs> uh, I was not prepared for that question. So the the <laughs> the fun thing about the Zealots was that they were... Um, they were, uh, if we hear the word zealous and you think of somebody who's like gets riled up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and doesn't that, that's what they, they were willing to go to extremes to bring about the, the coming of the Messiah. Right. Even if that meant murder, even if it meant whatever. So, right. um, so whenever we realize he's joined the zealots, I was like, ah, this is Simon the zealot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. I know who this person is from, from the Bible stories. Um, and then we see that the other man who's paralyzed, yeah. the brother, is at the pool of Bethesda. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, ah, oh, great storytelling to intertwine two people. Just, I mean, is it biblical? Who knows? But uh-huh. it, it could it, it could, could have been. It could have been. Uh, can Pro- I tell you? Probably wasn't. But could have been. The, the, the story of... The man at the pool of Bethesda yeah. is one of my favorites. Oh, it's great. I mean, any any of any of the stories of Jesus healing, yeah, like does something to me. But the way they tell this story, yeah, is you feel the grief, the anguish. It is you are there with them, yeah, in that moment. Well, and what we find later is that um, Simon the Zealot has written Jesse a letter saying. I want to help bring about the coming of the Messiah because in Zechariah it says that when the Messiah comes, the lame will walk. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like this burden that Jesse now has that whatever Simon gets into is kind of his fault because right. he's the one who's paralyzed. And so we see that this thing happens and Jesus says, okay, we're going to, we're going into town. So we said, are we going to go to, are we going to go to the temple? No, the opposite. Well, what's the opposite of the temple? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the pagan temple. That's where the pool of Bethesda is. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, you see time and time again, Ch- Jesse trying to get to the pool, trying to get to the pool, trying to get yeah. to the pool, and he can never get there. And he's done it for 38 years, and he's just spent. He's just completely, completely spent. Uh, and so th- this is what we see in the episode. And then um, Jesus comes. Oh, the zealot gets sent to Jerusalem to assassinate somebody. Right. It also introduces us to a Roman soldier who I think will have an important part to play later. Yeah. I have theories, but we, <laughs> we haven't got there yet. Um, and then we see Jesus walk over uh, to this man. Do you want to be healed? Goodness gracious, when he asks that. Who are you? <laughs> I'll get to that later. But my question remains. Will you take me to the water? Just to sh- shake his head. No, I'm not going to take you to the water. Look, I'm having a really bad day. You've been having a bad day for a long time. So? Sir? I have no one to help me into the water when it's stirred up. And when I do get close, the others step down in front of me. And so... Look at me. Look at me. That's not what I asked. I'm not asking you about who's helping you or who's not helping Rose getting in your way. I'm asking about you. (laughs) I've tried. For a long time, I know. And you don't want false hope again, I understand. But this pool, it has nothing for you. It means nothing, and you know it. But you're still here. Why? 
You don't need this pool. You only need me. So, do you want to be healed? So let's go. Get up. Pick up your mat. And walk. And then, and then he does. So I love, I do love the fact that um, in this show, they don't treat this like Jesus says, "Arise, right? Take up your bed and walk." Yeah, it's it's like every time you see any kind of like passion play or something like that, Mm -hmm. there's always this like grandeur of King Jesus. But like here, it's just like okay, let's go. Well, and he Get gets down. He gets down on his level. That's correct. He doesn't stand over him. Yeah. He he kneels down and he says, "He's just talking to." He's talking to him. I know you don't want false him. hope. I know. Yeah. I know you're tired of it. You're you've had a you've had a lot of bad days. <laughs> a lot of bad. I'm like, oh, oh I I relate. <laughs> I do I love this it. part. Where he says, "Pick up your bed." Why does this matter? Because you're not coming back here. That life is over. Oh my gosh. It changes now. When it's like, why do you pick up your bed? Because you're not coming back here. Come on. He says everything changes. Everything changes. And so we also find out that like the Pharisees hate the fact that he's picking up his bed. Mm -hmm. Matthew's there. He's still learning about the law. They say, is this, and he's like, is this against the law? It's like a, like kind of a sub law. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, it's just this amazing time. And then Jesse's walking. Yeah. And he's walking through the streets. And And he doesn't know who healed him. No, just the guy, just the guy. He said, even the scripture says, The man didn't know who Jesus was. Yeah. He just said, the man told me to pick up my mat. So I did. And then he's walking through the street and Simon sees him and realized, if my brother is walking, Messiah is already here, here. and I don't need to do anything. And it turns out that Jesus goes and heals this guy to capture the heart of Simon. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's my takeaway. Okay. Is my heart open enough to see miracles in other people Mm. and not experience the miracle myself, but to experience the miracle in my brother and have that confirm the existence of Jesus in my life, in my life Mm -hmm. is, can I believe in, in Messiah because I've seen miracles in my brother, right? Because I've seen him bless other people. Bro, that's a challenge. It is, it is a challenge. Start oh. there, guys. Start there. <clears throat> it's hard because yeah. there's there's a lot of crap that's going on in life. And to be able to be like, okay, even in the midst of all of my crap. Yeah. He's <laughs> he, he's blessing other people, and that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's hard. It's I'm telling you guys. If you're not watching this show, yeah. you can watch you can watch it for free. It's completely free. <laughs> it's unbelievable to me because we've paid money for terrible <laughs> Christian movies. It's true. It's really true. I signed up for an entire year of of Pure Flix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you paid did. for it. I wasn't you, gonna, but I just did. Yeah, you did. It's paid dividends for this show though. Thank it, you for that. <laughs> Thank you for taking it. Yes, that was what I was hoping for. But anyway, Absolutely. If if you're not watching the show, you need to be. The other storyline I like about this episode is the demon possessed man mm-hmm. that comes and actually attacks Jesus's people. Yeah. While Jesus meets John the Baptist on the road or John the baptizer. He's not John, Baptist. He's not Baptist. He's, he's not, not a, yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> they like to claim him. Um, <laughs> I like to call him John the Pentecostal. What? What about it? So, <laughs> oh no! But um, but I was watching this part with with uh, with my daughter, and uh, it's when the demon possessed man is like attacking and about to kill. Mm-hmm. I think Simon the Zealot. 
Mm-hmm. And um, and Jesus sees it and runs. Mm-hmm. And you don't see Jesus run very often. Jesus runs. He goes, out. Yeah. And that's all it took. <laughs> hey, Rod Parsley, you remember that time when you when you asked me if I was tired and I told you that, yes, I was. And then you said, try casting out a demon for 24 hours and see how tired you are. And I said, if you know how to cast out a demon, it wouldn't take you 24 hours. Remember, you probably don't remember that conversation. Um, this is uh, this is what I was talking about. Jesus just said, "Out." I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by that. I stand by that. Uh, Jesus just said, "Out," and he go and it goes away. And John the Baptizer mm-hmm. in the background goes, "Yes." <laughs> and I said, "That's why I love this show. It's like the it's like oh, Jesus's disciples are me and my boys." And John was just so excited. He got to see a miracle. He got yeah. to see Jesus perform a miracle. And what was it? Cast out a Casting demon. Cast out a demon. I love it. Ah, oh, so good. So good, man. Okay, so, you know, we we I think we've said it every time we've done this thing. Would you show this to your parents? Absolutely. I'm I'm making my kids start mm-hmm. to watch it because it's it's just that good. So uh so that's how yeah. that goes. Did that's you fall asleep during any of it? I did not. No, I mean zero sleeps. Zero sleeps. It's so good, man. Yeah. Okay. Y'all should be watching it. Should be watching it. You ready to get into the B? Let's do it. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Harvard hires <laughs> Satan as new head chaplain. <laughs> Cambridge Mass. Um, with the beginning of a new semester at Harvard University underway, school <laughs> officials found that they had yet to fill the vacant role of head chaplain to lead its campus, campus chaplains. Fortunately... <laughs> They were able to find the most qualified choice to fill the role, Beelzebub. Wait, didn't we already talk about this? We well, we did, we did. <laughs> I was trying. I was like, do we do the B now or do we wait? Had till you already later? picked that out? Uh huh. That yep. is so sure funny. had, sure had. Nicely All right, done. There, there's the B. There's the B. <laughs> oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! All right, Andre, what's your not for me this week? Uh, my not for me this week is having to do four introductions on discussion boards oh, for my classes. For your classes. Did, can I ask you a question? Like, yeah. So you're doing, introdu- like you're having to tell about yourself? Yes. Okay. So please tell me that you let people know that there's a podcast. I've, I've, every time they're like, what's an interesting fact? I have a podcast. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's there- the only interesting fact I have about myself. <laughs> That's it's, not true. You're my friend. My other interesting fact is that I'm your I'm friend. Seth Johnson's friend. <laughs> That's what you do. They don't care about that. No, 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 no. I posted on Instagram today. The Seth Johnson. The Seth Johnson. <laughs> Didn't he get abducted by aliens? He yes, did. he did. He did. Um, I posted on stuff. Instagram today that I'm 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 tired of them. First of all, and second of all, I don't know what to tell you. You're no. pronouncing my name wrong because this is all yes typed out. You don't. You're saying Andrea. That's not correct. Correct. Um. I am not a very interesting person. I have a podcast and that's it. That's, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Okay. Um, oh, and I took a long break between school. I'm okay. back after a very long time. There that's the go. other thing. There you go. Um, there is somebody that I work with in Arkansas. She's one of our, she's works for a client. Mm-hmm. Her name is Andrea and mm-hmm. she spells it a U in D and everything else is the same. So it's like, she, it, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's Andrea. Like it's spelled correctly. I, told her about you i'm like yeah yeah i've got a I've got my co-host dude. same thing yeah i did on one board uh one teacher asked for something i can't remember what it was but i i did like spell out my name is andrea it's and then in parentheses put pronounced o-n dash d-r-e-e-a nice andrea yeah and then i decided i didn't want to do that every single time <laughs> Oh, why didn't you do a little copy and paste, oh, my dog? I would have had to go back and find which board Fair that enough. was. And Fair. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Fair enough. I'm not going to ever see these people in person. This is an all online class. Yeah, so. that's, that's good. They're, ne- they're, they're going to be like, the Andrea? The Andrea? I've been saying it wrong. I know. <laughs> the Andrea Roever? <laughs> you get everybody really particular about your first name. Roever. Roever. That's fine. That's fine. You're not going to say any of it right. No. My middle name is Jordana. So guess yeah, what? Is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, so that's my not for me. I'm done. But 
the good news is that I'm done. Yeah, you're done. I've got all of those intros done. Now I just have to comment on sociology and American literature. That's what I'm taking this semester. That's good stuff. Which you're not for me. Plantar fasciitis. (laughs) Um, I was like, I think I might have bruised my heel on this run. And nope, nope. I've got to wear inserts in my shoes now because I'm 40 years old. (laughs) That's what happens. Oh my gosh. I've got that. I have special ibuprofen now. Not even just regular ibuprofen. Like it's a special thing. It's a special thing. Well, you are a special person. Well, thank you for that. I'm taking it as a compliment and I'm getting out of here. Because Andrea, (laughs) that's a show. It's a show. Hey. I really enjoyed this week, and I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the the chosen, and yeah. I enjoyed my time with you. So thank well, you for thanks. that. I enjoyed it as uh, well. But listen, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word. You may not have enjoyed your time with Andrea Rewever, uh, <laughs> Andrea Weaver, Weaver. Um, if if your thoughts and opinions are any different, or if they're the same, we still want to hear about it. We want to know. Share them with us. How do they do that? They can do that by comment commenting on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Yeah, and for every comment that you give, this week, if we get any comments about The Chosen, I'm going to put that money into The Chosen. Yes, because you can pay it forward. Yeah, you can pay it forward. And help them because they're filming season three now. That's right. And they're about 56% funded as of of today. So that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. That's awesome. Great idea. Yeah. And then, I mean, the biggest compliment that you give. Well, yeah, is you could tell somebody about the show. I've already done that this week. You have. Multiple times. So now it's your turn. Grow the show. Grow the show. Tell someone to listen to this episode or another one and then just subscribe. Yeah, because we'll be be back next week. Absolutely. We always are. And I mean, it might be that the comment that you need to leave is a question, which we'd be love. We'd love to answer for our our 100th episode episode. because we're going to be back then, but we're also be back next week. And until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. 